0: Welcome everyone to another episode of Straight Facts from the Heart with Mike and today's special co-host and guest Brandy Yates, Certified Life and Relationship Coach, Motivational Speaker and CEO of Conquering Relationships LLC. What's going on Brandy? Hey,
1: hey, how's it going?
0: What's going on? It's good,
1: good. I'm ready, you ready?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm definitely ready. How's your day been so far?
1: Um, It's been busy. Um... But it's been fine. Got a little rest because I've been, like, crazy busy. But um, it's been good overall. What about
0: yours? My day's been cool, just relaxing. Um, I'm a big basketball fan in Brooklyn Nets because I'm here in New York. And we just acquired James Harden. So today couldn't be a better day for me.
1: Oh, well. Good. That's good for you. I, I'm not big on basketball, so I have no idea. No sports at <laughs> the player all? player names. uh, Not in detail. I mean, my son um is into sports, but, you know, he rambles on and he kind of goes in one ear after the other because I have no idea what he's talking about.
0: <laughs> all right, cool. So let's just jump straight into it because I know you're pressed for time and I'm stealing a little bit of it. So I'm going to make this mm-hmm. real quick. All right. So basically a brand is called Conquering Relationships and LLC, right?
1: Uh uh-huh. Yes.
0: Could you give me a brief overview, or synopsis of it?
1: Yes. Yeah, so um, I'm a life and relationship coaching brand. Um, the goal is for, for me to bridge the gap in the miscommunications between men and women. So I basically um, just have different guests on my show. We speak on relationship topics. Um, men and women, of course, have been on my show. We, we uh, speak on relationship topics, friendships, mental health, anything dealing with personal growth. Um, I'm for the people. Um, I'm I'm a human empowerment brand, not necessarily a woman's empowerment brand, but I mainly want to tackle the black community because I really feel like we need a lot of help in the relationship area.
0: Okay. So you said you're a certified life and relationship coach.
1: Yes, I am.
0: So how does one (laughs) actually get certified to be a life and relationship coach?
1: Well, um, you got to go through programs, of course. So it's just like any other natural coach, you know, any other sports coach, anything like that. So you definitely got to go through a program. And um, just like any other school, there's various programs out there. So you just got to know what goal you're looking to have for your particular business and brand. Mm-hmm. And then you choose the programming accordingly. So, yep, you get your own coach. You get your own teacher. Um, there's materials there. And uh, I wouldn't say tests, I guess, but kind of a little uh, role-playing, you know, just things like that to get you certified.
0: So I have a question. How long has this been your profession, and have you always wanted to be a relationship and life coach?
1: Nope, I I haven't always wanted to be that. Um, I would say I've been in my calling in this particular um, thing way before I was certified. I just didn't know what to call it at the time Mm -hmm. um, because I was actually wanting to do accounting bookkeeping. So, of course, I wasn't looking into anything, dealing with being any type of therapist, counselor, life coach, anything like that. But um, it's just uh, I got divorced in 2013. So I went on a a big journey from that point and um, just self-finding myself. And I believe maybe in 2016 or 2017, I finally realized, like, this is something that I wanted to do as my, you know, main purpose in life. So.
0: So did you have a life coach for yourself when you was going through um, your divorce?
1: The crazy part is I did not. Um, Life was actually my coach, if that makes sense. Um, Yeah, life was actually my coach. um, And that's why I speak from men and women's viewpoints and not just necessarily uh, the woman's point, you know, a point of hurt. um, Because life taught me a lot. You know, I saw a lot of things that I did wrong as a woman as well to contribute to my situation so you know i didn't want to bring my divorce and my hurt into this brand and just you know call it women's empowerment you know just be for the women because i realized we uh we got a lot of work to do as well as a woman it's not just a man's fault for a relationship ending so nope i did not have a life coach to be short uh (laughs) life and my experiences was my life coach
0: (laughs) got you so, what advice would you would you give your your what advice would your professional self right now give your self that going you're your going through divorce self. Mm-hmm. Um. So, if you was your coach, then what would you, what advice yeah. would you give yourself while you was going through that time?
1: That's a good question. Uh, crazy point is I really haven't put much thought into that part, but. I think me knowing what I went through at that moment, I think I would have told myself to go through it um, and face it. Um, don't fake the funk. Gotcha. Um, so I think that what keeps a lot of people in there, their bondage is that we, you know, we go through a divorce, uh, mainly women. I see it. And then we just, we're posting stuff or we're acting like we're just so happy or over the situation. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're not, we're deep down hurt, you know, and bitter. So I think I would tell myself,
0: go through it truthfully and face it okay and uh, and how would you deal with the hurt and bitterness after like how did you heal yourself and what advice would you give somebody to like let them heal themselves after it's all said and done
1: Right. I got gotcha. you. Um, so everybody is different. You know, everyone's I think you got to go through your healing based on your personality. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it took me because I'm more so was more on the introverted side. So it took me um, basically secluded myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that was even the right way at the moment. But I didn't um, I didn't get busy. With, you know, partying or just, you know, being in other people's business just to get my mind off of my own situation. So I think you just got to know, you know, where you're at, who, you're, who you are, and um, just learn your own healing process from that because everyone heals differently. So it's not really one way a person should go about it, if that makes sense.
0: Definitely makes sense. So in, in these times, you're, you're currently operating during the COVID and everything, correct?
1: Yes, I
0: am. All right, cool. So during these times, are you seeing like a lot more couples coming to you for advice or seeking your services because they're like stuck together or they're working from home together or they're spending more time with each other?
1: Um, I wouldn't say, so the area I'm in, most people, that I know who um, they follow me. So they get a lot of advice based on my just regular normal day, everyday posts and my normal panel videos. Um, Some of them kind of inbox me trying to get, you know, a little information without um, actually paying, I guess. I think, I think the stigma of actually needing help in the black community as far as any type of therapy or counseling, I think that weighs on people and people don't want to feel like they are um, an issue. So I think they, they're kind of scared to go through something like that. But they do kind of pick your brain and try to get, type, you know, different advice or help. Um, but a lot of people in my area, they weren't really secluded, you know, because of COVID. So a lot of people are still doing what they did before, which is run from the problem. So, you know, they're still out. You know, they're still some people are still working. Some are, you know, going to house parties. You know, anything they could do to try to stay away from, you know, the significant other that they're having issues with,
0: so. And they're not facing a problem head on, like you just said.
1: No, not a lot of them,
0: no. Okay, cool. So basically, right, my brand, my podcast is basically Straight Facts because I wrote a mm-hmm. book that could be purchased on um, Amazon right now. It's called Straight Facts for a Better Day, hashtag in front of Straight Facts. And it's um 60... Self-affirmative notes that I wrote to myself to help me get through the day. And I figured if I could write it to myself, I'm pretty sure people should, you know, I should share a little bit of myself to people because I'm pretty sure everybody's going through the same things or the same dilemmas, same drama, family, career, choices, dealing with the stuff, the inner self, the stuff that's like the devil on the right shoulder, the devil on the left shoulder, so I had, I wrote this book that has 60 self um, notes self-affirmative notes and okay. after coming across you in the podcast group and like listening to your podcast and going through your brand I was like oh I have wrote one that I'm pretty sure you could touch on and give advice on and really? I also yeah, and, I, and I also have a note from somebody who wanted me a question that they wanted to ask you.
1: So, oh, it's awesome! All right. Okay.
0: So the fact for the day—it's actually day three in my book. It's the third um, fact. It's the third. It's the third self-affirmative note in the book. So it, this is it. This thing called pride is a motherfucker. At times, being too prideful can do more damage than good. Accepting genuine, loving help is okay. Sometimes you have to tell your ego to relax every every now and again. I guess being a man or knowing. I guess being a man is knowing when it is okay to ask or accept help. Facts.
1: Facts. Big facts.
0: She said big facts.
1: Big facts. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. Definitely coming from a man. I love that. You don't get too many men that um, do that. Like I said, my brain is all about learning, growing, and becoming better. You, it's a lot of self-reflection in my brain. Okay. And I step on a lot of toes, you know. So I love that um, the... Um, what you just uh, read, because I do feel not to be biased. I do feel like a lot of men don't do exactly or, or resonate with exactly what you said. And I think that's something that needs to be posted and, and wrote all over like multiple times on social media for men to actually see another man speak from that perspective.
0: Yeah. I, as a man, I could say it's very hard. I'm not going to lie. It's very hard asking for help or accepting help, even if it's coming from somebody you're in a relationship with or even family members that's real close to you because yeah. it's a pride thing. It's an ego thing. Like we was brought up to, you know, take care of your business, handle your business as best as you could. And even if you're doing it your best and you still need help, it's like it's either you give up or you try another way to do it. But you never yeah. really let nobody in because you don't want to look at as a failure yeah, or somebody that you can't do it. So I'm, I'm needing yeah. help.
1: This weak, yeah, you yeah. don't
0: want to be seen as weak, yeah Or incompetent at that
1: or, yeah. or
0: it might be, I might be letting this person Down, because I couldn't handle it Myself
1: Absolutely, yeah I agree
0: So how would you come at Me, I, I, I struggle with that Sometimes, so mm-hmm. what advice Would you give me
1: Oh, um Obviously, I'm not a man, so I don't know a lot of you guys' struggles, which is the reason I have men <laughs> to speak on my uh, podcast. But I think just as a human in general, um, I would say you just got to know your measure. Um, my uh, My branding logo is I Am Goals, and it's a, conf- a confidence statement. Okay. And so I, just, I feel like people should just know you are who you are. You're the best you no matter what. You can't please everybody. Okay. Those that are for you are going to be for you. Those that are for you are going to support you. Those that are for you are going to understand you. Those that are for you will not knock you down, even if you're, you know, if you don't meet the mark. You know, so I think we have to get to a point where, and I don't cuss too much, but it's just F them. You know, it it is what it is. If you can't accept me in my state that I'm in, I'm in my season, you know, whether that's weakness, strength, whatever it is, then you're not for me. And we just got to be okay with um, sometimes letting people down, especially if, you know, they can't understand that, you know, we can't be macho men or or women, you know, 24 seven. So.
0: I would take that in heed, trust me, because that's a hard thing to do. I'm learning I'm learning how to do it, but it's it's hard at times. It could be very hard. And there's something you said, yeah, there's something you said about pleasing everybody, wanting to please everybody and having to accept the fact that you can't please everybody. So Mm -hmm. I know a couple of people who feel like that's a very hard thing to do. Being able to accept the fact that you can't please everybody because they're either the only child or the smart child or the Red winner in the family so they yeah. put themselves last in order to please everybody or they go to sleep worrying about the world and the family and how they're viewed or how they yeah. looked at because they are that figure to a lot of people or to their circle or their village what would you say to that person
1: uh i think subconsciously we all want to be perfect for imperfect people and that's the part we need to keep in mind you're not perfect and they aren't either so you got to, you got to stop living by other people's standards. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of us subconsciously kind of do that too. We say we don't care what others, others think, but we, you know, we do really. Mm-hmm. And that's just an internal battle battle that we have to fight within ourselves. You can't live for other people. You got to live for you. So when you start to live for you, then those that are in alignment with you and who's supposed to be in your path, they're going to flow with your alignment, you know, so you won't, you won't be pressed and stressed trying to be this perfect person for these imperfect, you know, humans. So that's just the small summary I have for that.
0: <laughs> All right. And one more thing I want to ask. How do okay. how do one cut somebody off? Somebody who's probably been in that person, somebody who's been in your life for a while, either a relationship or family members. When you realize when you realize like, hey, this person is toxic. I, I'm mm. worrying more about this person than I'm worrying about myself. Like, how do you go about cutting? Like, is there steps? Like what steps could one take to cut somebody off?
1: Oh, Okay. So again, every scenario is case by case, personality by personality. So there's no one way, one for all answer for this. Mm, I
0: understand. understand.
1: Um, but if, I feel like if you know, if you have that uh, revelation that you just said, that this, you know, this person is toxic, you are doing more for them than you are for yourself. If you have that revelation, then it's just, it's at that time, you got to weigh the pros and cons. I know they talk about the 80-20 rule. That's when that's going to come in.
0: What's the 80 rule? You,
1: so it's, it was from a Tyler Perry movie. I think, Why Did I Get Married? So it was just basically like, you know, everybody gonna cope with their own problems. You can't find a perfect person. But if you find somebody who were 80% of y'all time with each other has been perfect and great versus the 20 that's been bad, you keep them in your life. Okay. You know, if so, it's, it's that good, it's that good that our that bad. But it's, it's with family, it's with friendships, it's with anything. If 80% of my time with you has been draining, it's been it's been beating me down, it's not making me a better person, it's not helping me find my purpose, my passion, it's, it's putting you above me 80% of the time, then you're not my person, you're not my people, and I have to do what I have to do, which is, like you said, cut them off, but it, it takes it's different for everybody, so sometimes that means you got to stop answering that text message. You know, sometimes you got to stop answering a call. Some people you just got to fully block from communication. You know, altogether. Um, if you're living with that person, I know it's a, it's a different situation um because sometimes it's like you know you don't have anywhere to go or they don't have anywhere to go. That's 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 a whole nother ball game. We're trying to figure out the steps to take to you know, leave that situation, especially if neither one of you have family to go live with, you know, at that moment. So I think you just just weigh that eighty twenty rule in, in every situation and then you gotta figure out, based off your communication skills and your tolerance level, um, the steps you need to take with cutting these people off.
0: I got you. So I hear an accent in your voice that's not mine wasn't Southern. Where are you located?
1: Ooh. I'm in Illinois. Okay, okay. <laughs> I've never heard
0: that. Yeah, I, it's, it's definitely not a New York accent. It's definitely not a Southern accent. So,
1: okay, I'm gonna have to listen to this recorded and so I can <laughs> try to hear it.
0: All right, cool. So is there anything else? So, in your profession, like, what's the main, like, two, three issues you see with relationship, men and women?
1: Ooh, <laughs>
0: like the biggest. Um, what the most, a lot of the it most is, popular?
1: The most popular I see is people get into relationships based off sex. Okay. Um, that's the most popular. Um, people don't know how to have, you know, just casual sex and that just be that. It's like once we have the sex, then we're automatically in a relationship, even if you never intended on being in that relationship. So instead of wanting to hurt the other person, you just kind of go with the flow. And it's never good to just go with the flow, especially if, you know, it comes to a relationship that you never wanted to be in. So um, that's the major thing I see. So the sex, um, kids, obviously, you know, people get into relationships just because someone has gotten pregnant and, you know, they want to break that stigma that, you know, I don't want to break up my my home or, you know, I want to be in my kid's life, you know, so they get into a relationship. For that particular reason, but it's you know for all the wrong reasons. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think that was about the main two. <laughs> okay. I
0: think. All right. Well, again, I really deeply appreciate you for stopping because you literally stopped, you. pulled over to have this conversation because I know we've been trying to hook up for quite some time.
1: So yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I
0: deeply trust me when I say I deeply deeply appreciate it, and I know yeah, my listeners. This my lane. Appreciate- it, I know yeah. I, I know my listeners would definitely appreciate it so <laughs> if you want you could show you could shot your um, shoot your your information so everybody can reach out to you
1: yeah so um I know it's hard sometimes sometimes you're driving or doing something while listening so you can't always write everything down but if you go to my facebook page conquering relationships LLC you can reach me uh the email phone number website all my other social sites my youtube, My podcast to listen to, all of those are on that Facebook page, so you can connect with me from there.
0: All right, well, Brandy, again, I appreciate it. Thank you for stopping, literally stopping and pulling over (laughs) to have this conversation with me. And I want you to have a good night.
1: Thank you. You also do the same.
0: All right. Stay blessed.
1: All right. Okay, you too. Bye-bye.